Coffee Break Collection 13. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Of the Natural Causes and Original of Winds. From the Historical Narrative of the Great Storm, November 26, 1703. By Gideon Harvey. 1736 to 1702 the wind bloweth where it listeth thou hearest the sound thereof but canst not tell whence it cometh john three verse eight in searching after causes we may at any time resolve all things into infinite power we allow the mighty first cause of nature but the treasury of immediate causes is what philosophy explores if at any time we look beyond that it is because we are out of the way it is not because the object of our search is not there but because we cannot find it the philosopher's business is not to extend his inquiries to the operations of infinite power his business is with nature there grows what he looks for and it is there he must find it philosophy is a ground when forced to further researches it is not enough for the astronomer to know that god has made the heavens the sun the moon and all the stars he must search for the causes motions and influences among the heavenly bodies what are their functions and ends of their being he must inform himself where they are placed and why there the anatomist is not satisfied to know that he is fearfully and wonderfully made in the lowermost parts of the earth but he must see those lowermost parts search into the method nature proceeds upon its performing the office appointed must watch the steps she takes and mark the tools she works with he will endeavor after the most exquisite discoveries of the human body and all the vessels of life and sense with their proper dimensions and uses in short every philosopher will endeavor to know all that the god of nature has permitted to be capable of demonstration to search after what our maker has not hid only covered with a thin veil of natural obscurity and which upon our search is plain to be read seems to be justified by the very nature of the thing and the possibility of the demonstration is an argument to prove the lawfulness of the inquiry air the general menstruum and seminary seemeth to be not only an aggregate of the volatile parts of all natural beings which variously combined and agitated produce various effects small particles in a near and close situation strongly act upon each other attracting repelling vibrating hence diverse fermentations and all the variety of meteors tempests and concussions both of earth and firmament the demonstrations made of rarefaction and dilation are extraordinary lord verulam's experiments on feathers proves that by fire and water wind may be raised in a close room there is no effect in nature greater marvellous or terrible but proceeds from fire that diffused and active principle which at the same time that it shakes the earth and heavens will enter divide and dissolve the smallest closest and most compacted bodies 
in remote cavities of the earth it remains quiet till perhaps an accidental spark from the collision of one stone against another kindles an exhalation that gives birth to an earthquake or a tempest which splits mountains or overturns cities upon the whole it appears that the winds are a part of the works of god by nature in which he has been pleased to communicate less of demonstration to us than in many other cases they therefore refer us to infinite power more than the other parts of nature do the christian begins where the philosopher ends when the inquirer turns his eyes to heaven farewell philosophy when nothing can be made of the inquiry here then we are forced to cry out lord what is man as the dreadful hurricane the dismal effects of which we propose to relate was first felt from the west some have conjectured that the first generation or collection of materials was from the continent of america possibly from that part of florida and virginia where the confluence of vapors raised by the sun from the vast lakes and inland seas of water which are incredibly large as well as numerous might afford sufficient matter for the tempest and where time adding to the preparation god who confined his providence to the chain of natural causes might muster together those troops of combustion till they made a sufficient army duly proportioned to the expedition designed this opinion is the more probable because they felt an unusual tempest a few days before the fatal twenty seventh of november he must have studied the motion of the clouds very nicely who can calculate how long this army of terror might take up in its furious march possibly the velocity of its motion might not be so great at first setting out as it was afterward though it may be true that by the length of the way the force of the wind spends itself and so by degrees ceases as the vapors find more room for dilation yet we may suppose a conjunction of some considerable matter which might fall in with this by the way or which meeting at its arrival here might join forces in executing the commission received from above yet the vast collection of matter did not all take motion in one and the same moment for as they advanced and pressed those before them the violence increased in proportion and thus we may conceive that the motion might not have arrived at its meridian violence till it reached our island and even then it blew some days yet much less than that last night of its force and even that night the violence was not at its extremity till about an hour before sunrise and then it continued declining though it blew a full storm for four days after as our island was the first this way to receive the impression of the violent hurricane it had the most terrible effects here and continuing its steady course we find it carried a true line clear over the continent of europe traversing england france germany the baltic sea and passing the northern continents of sweden finland muscovy and part of tartary must at last lose itself in the vast northern ocean where ships never sailed as its violence could have no effect there upon the vast mountains of ice and the huge drifts of snow in this abyss of moisture and cold it is very probable the force of it was checked and the world restored to calmness and quiet 
in this circle of fury we find its end not far off from whence it had its beginning the fierceness of the motion perhaps not arriving to a period till having passed the pole it reached again the northern parts of america end of the natural causes and original of winds by gideon harvey sixteen thirty six to seventeen o two